Hefty Iron Music has been around since... Wait, what was that? That isn't right? Here, let me, let me try again. Bulky Bronze Music has been... What, what do you mean that isn't right either? <sighs> one, one more. Burdensome Uranium Music has been around since the... What was that? I got it wrong again? <sighs> then what is it actually called? Heavy Metal Music? Same difference. <sighs> Fine, but burdensome uranium sounds cooler. Hi there, and welcome to 8 Minutes of Music History. I'm Ron Goki, and today we will be talking about burdensome ur- Sorry. Heavy metal music. Burdensome heavy metal music has been around since the early 1970s, yet only got notably popular five years later. Let's start from the beginning. It's the late 1960s in Birmingham, a blue-collar industrial city in Britain. Young people have very few choices for jobs, almost all of which involve manual labor. Unemployment is rising and wages are being cut due to economic failure. It's no coincidence that the dark times reflect on heavy metal music. Black Sabbath, the first heavy metal band, took their misery and turned it into music. Their first song, called Black Sabbath, turned more heads than they thought they would. The song was released in the beginning of 1970, and it was different from any kind of rock they'd ever heard before. This was the beginning of heavy metal music. A lot of things influenced Black Sabbath such as the factory's working conditions. Tony Iommi, Black Sabbath's guitarist, produced very dark, grungy sounds. This was the result of a factory accident in which the tips of two of his fingers were sliced off by a machine, and he had to replace them with plastic ones. Because of his trouble playing, he loosened the strings to make it easier to play, resulting in a strange, dark sound. Black Sabbath was the first ever heavy metal band, yet other movements or songs presented heavy metal-like sounds. The earliest signs of heavy metal date back to the 1950s, two decades before the rise of Black Sabbath. Blues musicians started to play their guitars with more distortion, or a heavier sound. You can hear this in the beginning of Rocket 88 by Ike Turner and Jackie Brunston. This contributed to the surf rock movement. Surf rock artists used more distortion and lots of fast guitar riffs. A great example of this would be Dick Dale's Misserloo. Even though these songs slash movements contributed to the creation of heavy metal, the biggest influences came in the late 1960s. One of the most notable songs was The Who's I Can See For Miles. A reviewer said that it was the heaviest song he had ever heard. The myth has it that Paul McCartney from The Beatles heard of that review and decided to take it as a challenge. A year later, The Beatles released a huge influencer for heavy metal. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. 
despite all of those incredibly heavy songs, Blue Cheer's cover of the song Summertime Blues was so dark, so heavy, and so loud that it is considered to be the first ever heavy metal song. The same year that it was released, Steppenwolf released Born to be Wild. The song was just as metal-like as the Summertime Blue cover, but a certain line had a very large impact on metal. Every metal thunder. It's no question that the genre got its name from this line. It perfectly described the genre, yet the line wasn't referencing the music. Now we're back to the creation of Black Sabbath. But there was another band created around the same time that had a major impact on heavy metal as well, Led Zeppelin. Today, Led Zeppelin is not thought of as a heavy metal band, yet their debut album had a lot of the characteristics of heavy metal music. The guitar distortion, the fast-paced riffs, and the yelled vocals all showed signs of heavy metal. But the lyrics were more happy and bright. This is what made Black Sabbath different. The dark, morbid lyrics are a major factor in heavy metal. Black Sabbath's self-titled debut album presented heavy metal to the world. Most other heavy metal songs were singles or just individual songs in an album, but Black Sabbath was the first ever heavy metal album. Besides creating heavy metal, it also created some of the heavy metal subgenres, such as doom metal and stoner metal. There's one more band that majorly contributed to heavy metal, Deep Purple. Their songs had the heaviness and darkness of heavy metal, but in their album In Rock, a lot of the vocals were screamed or yelled, influencing future bands like Iron Maiden. After Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin came more and more heavy metal bands, such as Judas Priest and Motorhead. In the mid-1970s, Heavy metal had become incredibly popular and made a major impact on music. What came after that? In the late 1970s, the new wave of British heavy metal came along and was a worldwide phenomenon until the mid-1980s. Bands like Iron Maiden, Angel Witch, and Def Leppard led the movement. And just like that, it's the 1990s. The popularity of the new wave of British heavy metal has worn off and some of the most famous heavy metal songs are about to be made. The dominating bands of the 90s were Pantera, Megadeth, Metallica, and Anthrax, and even more. Heavy metal was a lot less popular than it was in the 1970s, but that gives artists a chance to experiment with the music, creating more rock subgenres. What is heavy metal like today? Some of the 90s bands still create music, but some more have risen. There are way more heavy metal subgenres than the 80s or 90s, so there is a definitely a larger fan base than before. So what have we discussed today? We talked about the creation of heavy metal, heavy metal influencers, and heavy metal throughout the years. I hope you enjoyed this episode of 8 Minutes of Music History. Watch out for more in the future. Have a great day. To make sure my research is correct, I always triple check a fact. Here are the resources I used in my research. RockArchive.com, TeachRock.org, IronScullet.com, BlackSabbath.com, Blog.eil.com, 
loudersound.com, metal.mit.edu, and spindiddy.com.